This week's episode is sponsored by Raygun. Have you ever wondered if you could be offering a faster, less buggy application experience for your customers? I always am. I want the best applications for my customers. With Raygun application performance monitoring, you have all of the information that you need at your fingertips to help you find and fix errors and performance problems across your tech stacks down to the single line of code. Raygun makes it easy to monitor the impact of your performance improvements, quickly identify and resolve issues, and see how your code performs in the hands of your customers, saving you time, money, and sanity. Visit raygun.com and join thousands of customer-centric software teams who use Raygun every day to deliver flawless experiences for their customers. That's raygun.com to get started with your free 14-day trial. And now on with the show. Frank, 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 it was Apple event day. One of two, maybe, this year? Are we getting another one later this year? I, that's the big question, because not to jump ahead or anything, but they didn't announce any iPhones. And that's usually a September thing, and they didn't do it. Not to start on a negative, but does make you wonder if there will be an October event or no pandemic phones. I don't know. I don't know. It's really strange. I, I didn't know what to expect. They had a very curly, cute, really cool animation for the promotion of the event. You know, we like to do these sort of recap events, give us your thoughts. And I'll tell you this much, even though we didn't get iPhones, I personally was stoked more on the length of this of this event because it was under an hour and 20 minutes. Perfect. Perfect time frame. Oh, I thought it was right at an hour. It felt like an hour. Yeah, you're right, because uh, I remember the previous events were really feeling like marathons. When you get into that second hour, you're just like, what is going on? Um, I was surprised, though, at the breakdown, because we only had like two major sections, I would say. There was a little middle interstitial, <laughs> but two major yeah. sections to this thing, and they were roughly half hour apiece. Yeah, Tim was sneaky, right? He said, we're, we're going to focus on watch and iPad, um, and then... They snuck in services right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Little services here. And that's okay because Apple is becoming more of a services company. The I prefer them, Frank, to tie these services to these events than have a services event because we all know what happens when there's a services event. Nobody wants that. We get U2 albums. It's bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, so, you know, I got an iPhone recently and Heather and I are figuring out our our, our iTunes and our Apple and guess, guess, the, guess the one album that I own. <laughs> is, do you actually just have that one album sitting there? All I have. It's the one I was like, I can't understand. What are the, what I'm like, what I don't even what buy they, anything. Still there they announced like 500 million installs or downloads of that album or something. Cause it's just pushed down to everyone. <laughs> and Hilarious. you get a YouTube album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do not need a services event. I completely agree with you. Um, the service events usually kind of make me a little uh, sad, too, and anxious because no one likes a bill. I'm like, oh, gosh, what's another monthly subscription thing I have to pay for? So I'm it's glad true. we kind of avoided that, but yet didn't avoid it. Anyway, we'll get to that, I'm sure. We'll get to it because I'm about to give Apple even more money. Um, now, luckily enough, if you remember, I bought an Apple Watch Series 3 for myself and Heather has one now, too. She has a white one. I have a black one. Um, and I've been enjoying it. Apple Watch Series 3. This is the 38 um, millimeter, centimeter, centimeter, millimeter, centimeter, millimeter. 38, smallest one. They don't even make it anymore because <laughs> now it's 40 and 44. So it used to be 38 and 42. We both own this one. I think it's the perfect size. I love it. Mostly for fitness. And that's it. I have no apps turned on besides a few like 
you know, security notifications or whatever from a doorbell. But besides that, um, that's all I have is just fitness tracking. And, and, uh, we set up Heather's It's working good. We've done some, you know, back and forth, uh, fitness activities. I was really excited. And funnily enough, we were talking about getting, uh, a Apple watch for her dad for Christmas. And I said, well, we should really get him the series five because it has the new sensors and the fall d- detection, you know, not that he's old, but it's like, you know, even I want the fall detection. Cause I, I, I ride a bike. I could get hit by a car. Right. And he doesn't know. Um, I, but I, I, I ride a one wheel and I'm just, <laughs> I'm looking forward to them calling the police someday as I'm out on the one wheel. So that's exactly. My, you don't just have to be old. You could be reckless also. Exactly. Yeah. And, and for me, it was, when I got the Apple watch, it was more of a trial. I didn't want to spend like four or $500 on a watch. I hate watches. I don't even wear a watch. Now I wear this one all the time and I'm pretty happy. So they made some big announcements in the Apple watch space. But even before we get to that, because again, Apple watch, iPad, I want to visit Apple park so much. I'm, I'm oh. sucked in to the new cinematography. It's beautiful. I want to be there, Frank. The giant glass donut toroid spaceship, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, I kind of, Back in the day, I used to joke with myself that once they finished building that building, maybe I'd apply for a job at Apple because I just wanted to work in that building. Yeah, don't bring that up. You know, life choices, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, maybe in the future, every building will be a glass donut and there'll be glass donuts everywhere. And we'll, I, we'll miss the days of concrete rocks in the middle of our cities. <laughs> I enjoy the, 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 the center of that donut, though, which is a very green space, really cool spheres. And I think I'm sucked into their presentation style. We talked about it in the WWDC because um, it was so long, the, the, all the keynotes, and they're so well-produced. This one, I really enjoyed. They, they did a little comedy in there. We saw our good friend. What's his name? <laughs> it's Apple. They always do comedy. I'm putting scare comedy. quotes up. Yeah, so it's it's more like dad jokes. But um, you're right. This year, it was good. Actually, one of the videos actually made me laugh, so that was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it overall. So let's get into it. Apple Watch. We knew WatchOS 7 was coming, and that's what they opened up with. Um, there's um, sleep and hand washing, which I'm very excited for. I don't know how to wash my hands for 20 seconds, so Apple will tell me how to wash my hands correctly. Do you use your watch at night in a sleep situation? Because by the time it's 10 p.m., my watch only has 30% battery life left, so I don't know how Apple really wants me to... Do I have it... Do, do, I, do I slide the... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right into your wrist, hook the IV up, and now you're ready for bed. Um, no, I, I don't do it just because I find it uncomfortable at night. It's it's. I have... I actually find the watch surprisingly comfortable. I just don't like it at night. I don't like devices, you know, nothing in the bed, just me being an insomniac in the bed that's that's all i like <laughs> the bed is frank time it's frank time and that's it <laughs> yeah yeah uh but that's not to say like i wish i found it comfortable because i would i'm such a narcissist i would love all that data i'd love to know how much i sleep or don't sleep in this case and all that kind of stuff um it would probably just make me sad seeing me wake up to go to the bathroom at 3 a.m every night <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i'd be really fascinated on is the you know, obviously you burn less calories while you sleep, but you're still burning calories and your Apple watch tracks the calories just so you're naturally burning. So if you don't, if you don't wake up and immediately put on your Apple watch and you wear it all day, you're going to maybe not close that ring if you have a high level. So the sleeping, giving extra incentive and getting that data could help you close your rings. What I hope they don't do is introduce a sleep ring. And that would be, that'd be dirty. They did that. Cause I already, I already, I already hate the 30 minute one (laughs) because 
it's like, okay, I went on a 30 minute walk, but I wasn't strenuous enough in my walk. So I got to go for another hour walk to get it. So anyways. Yeah. It, I, I, I love computers. I love control algorithms. I love robotics. I love AI. I don't love big brother and robots telling me what to do. So it's, it's just not a feature I like. I, I like, um, when it was a game, when it was new, when it was a new game to play, I definitely did all that stuff, but games get old after a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to do the, they had a lot of good videos of how the Apple watch has a lot of, has helped a lot of people. I, myself, um, I'm, I'm attempting to monitor myself to, um, I don't know, just be healthier and make sure I am active working from home all the time. It is a good sort of nice reminder, like, Hey, you didn't move at all ever <laughs> the day. Right. Uh, yeah. or, or you'd have sat in the Guilt. chair for the last hour and haven't moved at all, you know? So I think that is a little bit nicer, but yeah, I, I eventually I was, will get over it. I was raised in such a way that I don't need a device to give me more guilt. Um, I can generate it myself <laughs> forever. So not really an issue for me. I, I have a constant reminder of all that stuff in the background of my head. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> then maybe you don't need the brand new Series 6. <laughs> no, uh, it's it's a cool watch because it has um, the oxygen sensor that I find really interesting. Now, I'm poo-pooing a lot of these features, but the truth is I love sensors. And a really nice use of my watch I found is while I'm hiking is to target our heart rate. Mm -hmm. because that way you can kind of hike continuously, not really need to take stops or anything. And that just feels better. Like if I can just hit this heart rate that I know I can continue at forever, then the hike just goes so much better. So I love that use. I don't know what pulse oxygen numbers mean, but I'm sure like it's a, it'll be another number for me to monitor while hiking. Yeah, I, I assume that you want the blood oxygen saturation reading to be high. Right. I don't really. Sounds good. Oxygen's usually good. <laughs> I, Not a doctor. A... Hopefully the app just has a dial bad good. And <laughs> it'll tell well, you which one. Well, it's like the heart rate sensor, right? I don't know what's low and what's high. In fact, Heather and I were trying to figure that out because hers is so dramatically different than me. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah. like, that's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how an app could do it because only through trial and error did I find the heart rate that like I could go forever at, you know, yeah. but literally 10 beats per minute more and I would have to stop and take a break. So there was just this yeah. nice sweet spot. Yeah. And and I think for every single person is a little bit different. You know, um, we're, we're recording this live. So some people in the chat are saying like you want the high 90s, but then it's going to be different if you're working out versus walking versus like sitting right or sleeping should be different. I don't know. Oh, and Harrison, I'm not that healthy. I'm well into the hundreds <laughs> while hiking. <laughs> That's what I'm on too. I think so. So I don't know. Or maybe mine's lower and Heather's higher, but then she's in better shape than me. So I don't understand that. Um, she also well, is different yeah. gender than me. So I'm imagining her body, your body size matters. <laughs> Everything matters. The weather matters. Your mood matters. Yeah. <laughs> Health is complicated. They yeah. also announced that this puppy here will not only have the blood oxygen saturation, but also an altometer, altimeter, altimometer, altimometer, altimeter, altimeter. That's cool. So I think, um, I have a series five. And if I'm using my memory brains correctly, I think it has a GPS or some form of that. So I think it could do some form of altitude before, but this must be some kind of dedicated hardware for them to like call it out 
like this because we've had barometers i think forever and you could do these relative changes that's how it knows if you're going up and down steps and all that but now altimeter is a bit of a different beast i'm curious uh what the actual mechanics are of it yeah because it definitely like when you're I'm out hiking it'll tell you the elevation gain to and from i think the difference here is that this one's always on so it must have dedicated stuff because obviously the you're right the gps is telling me my ups and downs I'm assuming it, it's tracking something like my phone can do it too, but this one's always on. So they must have dedicated hardware, like you're saying. So I think that's really cool, especially if you're a hiker, you know, and you're going out. And I think the combination that they showed why these two things together are important because they showed a video of a, of a lady climbing a really, really high mountain or something, checking her blood oxygen level and the alt altimeter. So she could see I'm at 9,000 feet elevation, which is high. And my blood oxygen is at 80 because you've hiked, Frank, you've passed out basically, <laughs> and, and you Kilimanjaroed and you attempted Rainier. <laughs> so th these things are important yeah. for you. Oh, they are. But I hope she wasn't like hanging on. I don't remember this part. Was she hanging onto the cliff when she was looking no. at this data? <laughs> Usually I'm strolling along over some rocks or something when I'm looking at this data. But oh, yeah, oh, all, all, all hikes become just um, um, treadful, arduous walks up a giant hill so <laughs> sometimes ignorance is bliss but at other times like i said it's fun having all that data yeah, yeah how do you the... think new <laughs> new new face face watches fit watch faces awesome terrible whatever uh, some of them were attractive but uh I, I, okay i'm gonna be a downer again just for a quick minute just real quick minute gosh it makes me upset that we still can't write our own watch faces mm. because Apple keeps saying how important watch faces are and how much people love to personalize their devices. And it's like, Apple, you know, a real easy way to create a lot of watch faces. <laughs> Let us sell some. Like, I think we've seen that people aren't so interested in paying for watch apps, except for like the big ones. There's quite a spread. You don't get the good long tail that you normally get in the app store. But I have a feeling people would be paying for watch faces kind of without trouble, especially since we've been limited by whatever Apple designers uh, give us for the year. So nothing against the Apple designers. I, I actually really like a lot of the watch faces. I use the watch. Good stuff there. Uh, but gosh, darn it. Let app developers make watch faces. <laughs> well, if you notice, I believe that they have partnered up with a few select developers and, and enable them on a one-off to create watch faces because they showed that there was a surfing app and there was also a, an a, a app for healthcare providers that would link into their apps. I don't know if they were, they looked like custom watch watches. I don't know if they were just um, complications or not, but they were qu quite different. Uh, I, I, I just have the activity one. I don't, I have yeah. one watch face. Heather has like three. <laughs> I have one. I'm just, I just, that's it. I, I limited wrong. myself to one because somehow I would manage to keep swapping between them accidentally, and I didn't mm -hmm. want to keep doing that, so I, I deleted all the others. Um, yeah, I the way those screenshots read to me was that is the modular watch face with a giant complication in the middle. It's not a clever thing a surfing app could do. Imagine what a surfing app could do as a watch face. You can do cool, cool things, webcams, yeah. who knows, you know. Hmm. Like, show me a live feed of the ocean right now. How about that for a watch face? That'd be cool. Someday. <laughs> One day. Uh, watch OS 
eight, nine, ten, something like that. Well, see, you're supposed to defend Android here and say I'm supposed to get an Android Wear one, but you know. <laughs> oh, I don't know what Android Wear is doing. And in fact, you could build your own watch faces. And I think that that was one of the downfalls early on because the battery life, the technology, it just wasn't there. So it was a little bit tricky. Um, but yeah, I think the new watch faces are cool. It's cool to have more. I like the art one. Um, that seems cool. But what I'm really s- stoked for is that they turned the Apple park loop into <laughs> a band it happened like they're like we're in a cylindrical thing um let's make a solo loop and now it's once you know because that's my worst part of this app or the watch is that <laughs> the, putting it on and figuring the little tiny hole to you know put yeah. the little notch into where this solo loop i am so into i think it's the coolest this is the, see frank frank texted me after the after the thing he was like this is a boring event i said this is amazing <laughs> because i got a whole new band i can buy this band i'm in i want it so cool no well you are using the default band and that's it's a good band i I like the default band but that fold is really a pain i hate that fold uh so i've been using the five-year-old velcro band which Mm. is amazing it's just it reminds me of the watch i wore when i was five years old you velcro it on and it's there and it feels great so I, I I love that one, but definitely the new bands are interesting. The weave one that really made me feel like a five year old. I remember making like the macrame necklaces and things like that, <laughs> just weaving it. these little watch bands together. <laughs> yeah, I thought the, the, I thought they looked really cool. My problem will be that you know this this one comes for free. The other ones you have to pay for. So I don't know if I'm going if they're cheap. If this new band loop, which is a solo, it's cool because you can just slide it on, slide it off, and it you know has mm-hmm. cool technology in it um i think that's nifty but yeah they'll probably be expensive so real quick going back to the watch faces uh what did you think of the memoji one stupid okay just wanted to make sure we're on the same page no conflict (laughs) there (laughs) i will say because the the new family setup mode that they introduced later on you can now create a memoji from your watch now i don't have i have an iphone se and the new one, and I don't have the depth sensors. So I had to like customize it, create it myself instead of like automatically do it for me. <laughs> so mine looks stupid compared to, to design wow. doesn't look correct. But I'm like, I don't know if I want a photo of myself. On. I don't want my own emoji on myself. I guess you could yeah. have friends memo. Like I could have Frank on there. That'd be more interesting. Like, yeah, you could have like me serving you something like, James, it's time to go for a run. James, it's time to stand up. James, I like this a lot. You should have me telling you to do all this stuff. No, no, okay. I refuse. All right. So family setup. This this is actually really neato. Uh, if you have kids or you have some um, parents or grandparents, you want to buy them an Apple Watch. The new family setup enables you to set it up without the need for a phone. They can have their own SIM card in, so it can have its own dedicated phone number. There's parental controls, study time. You can get location alerts where your children are at, which that seems, I don't have children, but that seems cool. I want, you know, if if your kids are up to no good. But also there's a bunch of ways that kids can now get their activity tracked as well. And I wish I had that as a child. Um, So I thought this new family setup, I need to look at it more uh with it but i thought that was kind of neat i don't know if i would i would if we did get it for for like heather's dad like we would just give it to him and maybe set it up for him when we're there and turn off all the notifications because that's the worst part about the phone (laughs) is all the notifications on the watch but besides that i thought that this was neat 
Yeah, um, it was a little reminder that we're in a pandemic and that families are having to do a lot of schooling at home and a lot of dealing with kids on devices with webcams and all that stuff. So a lot of new challenges out there. I don't have kids either. I don't have to deal with any of that. I, mm. You all have my sympathies. So good luck with that. Hopefully the software update will help a little bit in what's got to be insanity. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And the coolest part, I think my my, my number one no, it's number two. This is my number two announcement of the of the of the entire event was the Apple Watch SE. It could go very nice with my iPhone SE. This is finally the in, well, it's kind of weird because it's the in between, which makes sense because it is like the iPhone SE because you can buy an older iPhone eight or the SE, which is better than the eight or the iPhone eleven Pro, right? It's it's. it's it's not the old model. It's the in-between model that will become old. But anyways, the Apple Watch SE, they did just like they did the iPhone SE, which is they use the same exact chipset, the S5. It has the latest motion sensors and fall detection built right in. And it starts at 279 with GPS compared to 399 for the Series 6. And of course, you can still buy the Series 3 for 199 So it is hard because I do like that this has the S5 chip. I like that it has the new sensors and fall detection, but if I was buying it, it's still hard for me to go in at 279 compared to like 179 that I got this for, like an extra hundred dollars. I'm back and forth on it, right? If they were like, you can't get series three anymore, then obviously, but obviously for like Heather's dad, this would be perfect, right? I'm not going to spend, get a series six. There's no, I don't need that. Right. But for a series or SE a series SE. A swatch, if you will. That's how you're treating this funny. Um, <laughs> I think it's perfect. I think this is a beautiful device, and I'm very happy they they did it. It's a little high in price because I think it's a watch, and like I'm used to buying watches for like ten dollars and putting them on yeah. my wrist. Yeah, um, but there's so much technology in there. Like I can honestly see both sides. Like in a lot of cases, Apple has inflated prices a hundred percent, but. At some, I, I buy little chips and I glue together little chips and I solder them together and the costs add up very quickly. So mm. you actually are getting a lot of bang for the buck at, I think, honestly, all these price points. There was a nice theme to everything today, which was um, trying to save you a, a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no, there's going to be a little over, recession. <laughs> nothing was over $400. Like they didn't announce yeah. anything under four hundred over $400, I don't think. I really appreciate that. <laughs> you know, that is a smart move on their part. Uh, so, yeah, what's the difference between 280 and 200? It's a tough one. It would have been easier if they just eliminated the Series 3. It's just making me think the Series 3 has become the iPad mini of the line. <laughs> no, the iPad 2. <laughs> right, the oh, iPad oh 2. Gosh. Yeah, just keep it around forever as because it's just kind of a perfect price point And it's a perfect little device. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with the Series 3. So uh, I, I did miss one thing, though, is the uh, SE. What bezel is that? Is that the old style or the new style? New hotness. It's the same exact Ooh. thing. It's, it's just like the, the SE. You know, I don't know if it has the, I have to imagine, I don't know if it has the, 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 the thing where you can do your thing, the EKG. I'm imagining it does right. because it says it has all the latest sensors. So I think the only difference is that it doesn't have the new always on altimeter and then the new blood oxygen saturation reading from what I know, but I should go to apple.com slash watch and actually look at this. So that's a pretty good deal. Last year's model, which is an amazing device for 
280 bucks. Got it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, can I do compare? How do I compare devices on this Apple thing? Fall uh, detection, it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm, waterproof, Ugh, their website's so big. Like everything's such a big <laughs> scroll. Yeah. There's not, a, there's not a compare button on this thing. Why is there not a compare button? Oh, there it is, compare. <laughs> It has, it has them facing each other. This is cool. The compare has all three. Okay. So 44 millimeter or 40 millimeter for both always on. Okay. So here's the difference. Series six, always on retina display. SE retina display. It's the same, same size. Just one's always on. I was, um, I was really excited for that always on screen because I found the watch turning on and off to be a little bit annoying, but in truth, it doesn't matter that much because it, yeah. it it comes fully on when you raise it to your hand anyway. So again, another win in the column for the SE. Yeah. And then the SE does not have blood oxygen app ECG or the, no, that's it. It just doesn't have those two things. It does have the always on altimeter, which, you know, that's yeah. cool. So yeah. Cool. Uh, I just feel silly because I felt like I always had an altimeter. <laughs> so I'm just you gonna, do, you do. It's just not always uh, on. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to find some technical articles though. I am curious what the physical thing is. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, and they said it's available, you know, this Friday, which is cool to to get. And um, I was like, oh, are we gonna get the new updates? You know, right. for iPad, you know, for Watch OS on Friday? No, we're gonna on the 16th, which we're recording this on the 15th. So on the 60, we get it tomorrow. Yeah, they kept saying we'll have even more announcements tomorrow. I'm like, well, you could spend 10 more minutes and just tell us now. Nope, we're going to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, wait till tomorrow is when you can get it. But I'm excited for Watch OS 7. I'm excited yeah. for the SE. I think overall, I'm happy with my watches, no? Yeah, well, that's my question, though, is I thought you were content with your watch. So this is purely as a gift, right? This wouldn't be an upgrade that you yourself are going to do, but maybe as a gift, this would be a different device to get. <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. I would say I would get the SE as a gift. I still think that for Heather, I still would have bought her a Series Three because just so we would you would would match up. I just don't. Oh. I mean, I I just don't think that. I don't think that the extra hundred and because you can get the iPhone Series Three for I for like one hundred and seventy bucks, you can get it pretty cheap. So it's a hundred and eighty, hundred and ten to one hundred twenty dollar difference. Um, I just don't know if it's worth it, right? Right. Um, but if you were getting as a gift for somebody that needed those new sensors, then I think that like the fall detection, that's the thing I really want is the fall detection. Um, but I would say if I bought this, here's the difference. If I had bought these watches a year ago, I would think about doing an Apple upgrade program. The problem is I just bought these watches two months ago. Oh, I didn't realize that the watches had the update program. You can do that for the watch. I mean, I would sell it on eBay. That's my upgrade. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. Because there are the like um, the phone ones where you can get a new yeah. phone every year. I was like, can you, can I get a new watch every year? That that sounds, tell me more about this update program. Next year, yeah. they'll introduce that, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm bad at uh, reselling hardware though. So it's a sunk cost for me. I have to keep that in mind. Yeah, no update that's program true. for me. <laughs> yeah, like I will definitely if they come out with a new iPhone SE, like I'll update to that from this one, sell this one for a few, you know, kind of make it. But yeah, I think next year, if they do a refresh of the SE, I would probably upgrade. Okay, for it. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, not to be maybe they're not the most attractive devices on the planet, but I really like the new design. The new I'm one. I'm just saying, yeah, I, I I love the new design. So you can join the the new club. 
at some point. The problem is then there'll be like a new, new design and then I'll actually still have the old design. They do that. They did that with the iPads. I have two wonderful iPad pros at my disposal. It's more than a person could ever use. Why would, why do you need two iPads? I almost said, why do you need one iPad? But then you say, why would you possibly need two? What would I do with a third? (laughs) But they all look so old when Apple shows their cute 3D renderers and their little cute presentations and their glass donut with sweeping camera movements through a forest. This company. (laughs) It was beautiful. It was beautiful. They did put the watches in this 3D hologram. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Augmented reality. I was like, that's so cool. It's a little over the top. I think we're going to look back at some of this and like the way we look back at Lawnmower Man and that kind of stuff. But um, for now, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no for shade. now it's cool. No shade, uh, no shade. Are you ready for the actual number one thing that I'm most excited about? That better not be a pun. That was a no. pun, wasn't it? No, no, no. I'm, I'm the number one thing from this event that they announced. Apple I'm so scared. Fitness we're- Plus. Jazzercise. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. No, let me start. Let me okay. start. Okay. I was rolling my eyes the entire time, but by the end of it, I was like, maybe I'll do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I have gained a lot of weight in my quarantine shutdown time and I need to shed some of that weight. And I don't know if jazzercise is the right answer for me, but maybe it is. Maybe I should not mock it and do it. What do you have to say? (laughs) Okay. So there's Frank, Frank, Frank. Um, (laughs) No. So. Here's the thing is I've been going back and forth on investing in some sort of fitness program. I used to go to the gym and I go to the gym. I used you know, I have, I have a Microsoft, we have like a fit, stay fit credit that we can use. So I've purchased some different goods and use those like when I'm doing maintenance on my bikes and whatnot, that's nice and nifty. Um, but you know, a membership at a gym is very expensive. Uh, turns out. That yeah, the first one, month is always cheap, though. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I switch you over real fast. But you can pay six, seven hundred bucks a year for a gym membership, and then you're never going to go because it's the gym. Now, I that's mostly cheap do in New York. That's like a month. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's Seattle prices. So I've gone back and forth on on getting like a Peloton bike uh, or some other type of thing that's in that vein. But usually they are 10 to 15 bucks a month. You know, Peloton service is 40 bucks a month on top of the bike. That's a gym membership. It's expensive. Apple comes out and they said, hey, do you have an Apple Watch? I don't know if it only works with the Apple Watch. I don't quite understand yet. But they said, they said, we're going to introduce this new service. It says just for the Apple Watch. And it is 10 different exercises. And it's just like Peloton or anything like that or any of those other ones where you, you can get on your phone, on your TV, or wherever you're at. It also overlays your rings and your tracking <laughs> on the screen. That's it's brilliant. So there's some connection there with the app. And it's a lo- it's on demand. It doesn't feel like it's live. They're always on demand classes. And they have 10 different activities, I want to say. Um, let me see. Apple Fitness uh, Plus, I want to say. But they obviously have bike riding. They have, um, you know, all the, you know, exercise, like, you know, they have cycling, they have hit, they have, um, I don't know, a bunch of different studio workouts. I'd have to see their website's not very good because I'm on the newsroom. Who goes to the newsroom, Apple? <laughs> um, anyways, there's 10 different exercises with with they've hired, they've hired 
basically a bunch of people to pre-record fitness activities. So you can do indoor exercises, you can do like hit programs, you can do cycling programs, um, you can do elliptical, you can do uh, treadmill training, things like that. But the idea is that there's a lot that don't need any equipment. There's yoga built in alone there. That's pretty good. Here's the kicker, Frank. Here's the kicker. It is $10 a month or $80 a year. But wait, Frank. There's more. Plus, plus up to five family members for free. Apple, Apple killed where are the Where are the family gym memberships? Why don't you get to have five people free at the gym? Won't that be you, nice? You don't. You have to pay for them. You get a discounted rate <laughs> to, pay, to, to pay them more. In general, and I've definitely, we've done the, oh, do you want a fan? You want a member? That'll be $1,400. We'll give you $100 off. So to me, this is great because at $10 a year or a month and $80 a year, so $80, let me calculate this, 80 divided by 12, <laughs> $6.66 a month. That's really cheap. I mean, that is two, that is a coffee and a half. Sure. For a bunch of videos, pre-recorded videos, exercise videos that you can get on YouTube. But sure, it is, though, kind of a wonderful synergy of all the Apple stuff out there. Because, uh, well, the setup they kept showing was you have it on your TV. So I assume you have an Apple TV. And you have a watch that's doing all the censoring and measuring you. So you're doing your exercises on the TV. The watch data is on your watch and it's being projected on TV cool setup they also showed uh doing it on your phone but it definitely seemed like a multi-device kind of setup uh that they were promoting here but it's funny how it brings everything together it brings the tv the watch music you can mm-hmm. like, set your playlist to it and it'll remember what playlist you use for the exercise they said they're throwing in some ai stuff which sounds you know totally up my lane but at the same time i have no idea what they're gonna do like i'm afraid of what the robots will think about my health and what my watch is reporting to them uh, so for me it seems like just a super advanced uh version of 1990s tv exercising <laughs> oh no it totally is and I, and I, I approve of it only because as a individual that goes to a lot of spin classes a spin class can be 20 dollars. again that is three months of the service for 20 dollars to do one class uh, in person. It's very different in person than even on Peloton. I would say uh, my friend Jesse, um, yeah, I used his Peloton before. I really enjoyed it. But again, $40 a month to do live classes. And actually, when I go to the gym, they have a a Peloton on demand station, which is a stationary bike with a big tablet on it that you can (laughs) do pre-recorded stuff. And I do spin classes for the music, things like this. And individuals that are really into spin classes and different things we do it for the music and that's why mm. they said oh you can download the playlist afterwards also, right that's why i've seen that it's almost like a club atmosphere inside the little biking studios yeah mm-hmm. just steam coming off everyone <laughs> instead of smoke effects yeah that's so, pretty funny for me though i think that i will do the the year membership because of the family plan. Cause now it's really like 40 bucks a month, a year for us. And then Heather does yoga and she does the yoga videos, but it would be nice for it to connect to her watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the kicker because she can do a video and she can tell her watch she's doing yoga, but this is nice because it's there it's over it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And I think that is cool. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, people are right where literally, um, in general, 
Peloton can be really expensive and there's other e-trainers out there like Zwift and other things like that. But, you know, that's sort of the one problem is it it can be very expensive. So I think for anybody, 80 bucks a year, this is just a great value. So I'm into it. Yeah. And if nothing else, it's another guilt source to make me go exercise. Like, well, I'm paying for it. I better go exercise and the watch will probably start beeping at me more. It was actually the uh, the yoga one is the one that got me the most interested because that's one of the ones where I think when you do it yourself, at least speaking for myself, I tend to uh, do a bad job when I do it all by myself and I'm not comparing myself against someone who's doing it properly and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they also supported like free weights. So it's not all jazzercise. So there are some like good proper <laughs> basic stuff. And I, I appreciate those ones. It's it's a weird service. Another offer. So let's see. I'm paying for iCloud. I'm paying for Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for Apple Music. I'm paying for Apple Fitness Plus. Was there a mm-hmm. plus in there? There's a plus in there. That's great. Because Apple Fitness is the <laughs> is the app. Right. Right. Fitness Plus is all the videos. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a lot of services. What else? Is that it? Did I name all the Apple services? Game? Game arcade? Arcade. Oh, thing? game arcade. Oh my gosh. There's so many of these things. So the funniest thing, and I didn't even realize this was coming, but if I was a smart money person, I would. They're gonna have a bundle plan. Of course they're gonna have a bundle plan because they have all of these distinct services coming out. So this is a no-brainer, but it caught me off guard. Just because I'm such a bad business person. So basically, they finally said, look, we have all these services and we we don't want to keep sending you 50 different bills. So let's unify it. And what's the best word for unification? The word one. one. Apple one. What is the hardest thing to Google for? The word one. But anyway, <laughs> Apple one. Tell me about Apple it, James. <laughs> yeah, this is fascinating because they 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 have the the core services, which they consider TV, iCloud, arcade, and music. And they've decided to bundle those into a one-stop shop for individuals at $15 a month. Or you can get family for $20 a month. So five five more people. And then in some select countries, I don't know why that is, but that's what (laughs) they said, you can get those four services. Now, each of these iCloud gets bigger, by the way. So that's the only thing that changes is iCloud goes up to two terabytes in this plan called Premier, which is $30 a month. And with that, you get uh, the family. I, I'm imagining it's family. I, they didn't clarify, I don't <laughs> think. But it comes with Apple News and Apple Fitness Plus as well. Apple News, Apple News. That's the Is one that, I was forgetting. What did I, knew I was Apple News. No, yeah. no, you, you said it right. When I was trying to remember all the services earlier, News is the one I didn't forget because I don't pay attention to Apple News. I know some people do like it, though. So it, I think it has a following, but I just never got into it myself. This is, I'm a little bit scared now because I didn't realize they were upping the iCloud amount <laughs> with each one. And some, I have no idea how much I'm giving Apple per month. I'm in that awkward place where I keep using the justification that I'm an app developer, so I should try these services kind of thing. The only one I I know for sure I'm not paying for, oh, actually, I'm not doing so bad. So I'm not paying for the arcade, and I'm not paying for music. So I'm only paying for iCloud. Hmm, fascinating. Are you going to be a bundler? Nope. And I'll tell you why, because I did get, when I bought my iPhone and I bought my Apple Watch, I did get 
um, three months for free of music and three months for free of news. I don't use those at all because I use YouTube music because it's bundled into my YouTube premium um, account and I already pay, you know, Google enough. Uh, I also have a year free of Apple TV, so I don't really need to bundle that in. I do, the only service here I, and then Apple News, I, I am using it, but I just use Google News and I just I'm not really a news reader, right? Like I, I it's not really my thing. Um, whereas here, if I'm paying $30 a month, that's that's going to be 360 bucks a year. And the only thing I would really add on to there is going to be the Apple fitness. So I'll just buy that separate. Like I don't use enough of these services there. I do play for the 200 gigabytes of, um, iCloud storage for $3 a month again. So even there, I'm, I'm, I'm only at $3 a month plus six, I'm only at $10 a month, you know, and I, and that the $30 is too big of a difference in general. Yeah. And I still pay for that service i can't even remember what it's called but it's 15 dollars a year where old timers like me that used to have mp3s and cds it uploaded them all up to the clude and you could listen to all your clued music yeah. um it's kind of defunct these days when you have youtube red or whatever the heck it's called now and <laughs> apple music and all the music things uh, but at the same time, for some reason, I'm still paying for it. I'm just realizing right now I should not be paying for that. I should get rid of that. Yeah. iTunes Match. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Gosh, I, I couldn't even remember the name. The funny part is that um, Google Music, which started, that was what it was. It was before it was a streaming service. Google Music enabled me to upload all my music to it. And I just went through the migration of Google Music to YouTube Music. And YouTube Music's not as good as Google Music, by the way. Um it's not. I keep, I keep clicking on the video. I don't want to watch the video. I want to listen to the music. It's called music. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like, okay, YouTube, if I wanted to go watch a music video, I'd go to the YouTube app. But yeah, it, they're going to change it again because it's Google. They don't know what they're doing. But um, <laughs> in general, I, I will say the Apple Music app is very nice. However, I, I already pay for YouTube and I get a service for free, right? And, you know, and, and the thing is, I am literally paying every company about $10 a month. I pay Google, actually a lot more. I have the $100 a year for Google Drive, only for Google Photos, because it's the best photo app. Um, I am lucky at work. I get Microsoft Office and OneDrive for free, but you know, whatever. You're an MVP, you get it for free too. You get it for free. Um, so, but I do use OneDrive for all my storage, because I that's going to be, that's my de facto. I like that one the best, because I think OneDrive Sync is my favorite sync protocol. Um, and then I actually give Apple, um, obviously, a little bit for iCloud storage, and I will be giving them some money for Apple Fitness Plus. So I do give all them. And not to mention, we all give Amazon money um, as well for Prime, which includes everything, by the way, that we just listed, because they give you everything in Prime, but no one uses anything besides <laughs> the free shipping. They, they, they I, I love Amazon Music because they give you like eighty percent, just enough where you feel like maybe I should upgrade to their expensive music service. But I, they, they just have the wrong level because I've never felt the need to pay for their more expensive music service. If they don't have a song, if they won't play the song in my included Prime subscription, I'm just like, well, that's I just won't be hearing that song today. But the problem is, we both have YouTube Premium because ads on YouTube I never want to watch in my life. And that includes YouTube music, which, while it's not really great, it's also totally fine. It's totally great. It's totally whatever. It's not as good as other ones, but for free, I'm not going to pay for other things. 
yeah, I haven't noticed anything they don't have. So I don't know what my musical taste is. I don't. Yeah. It's it's like the Beatles, right? It's always the Beatles and yeah. uh, Radiohead. It's like whether yeah. those two are on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So service is done. Let's get to the big one. We're getting a green iPad. Do you mean the color or the, the environmentalism? I'm all confused already. What's both. the green one? Yes, green. they there's, are. There's, it's both they, environmentally friendly and it's green. It's literally the color green, Frank. Usually you bring up the pinks and the reds and the mauves when uh, when they add color to the iPads. But yeah, this is totally exciting. So what they're doing is, well, okay, so we got two iPads, right? And I kind of forgot that this line existed, the iPad Air, because for me, it's just been iPad and iPad Pros for so long. Uh, I wasn't, yeah, I just, the, the iPad Air, I just totally forgot about it. But it turns out, uh, they exists. decided to add some love to the iPad Air and to the the uh, normal iPad, not the iPad 2. Thank goodness. No love for the iPad 2, <laughs> but to the the it's so weird how the uh, naming system goes, because the iPad is way more modern than the iPad 2 anyway. So we got for a mere three hundred and twenty nine dollars which when we're talking about those prices for the watches this is a much bigger device a huge piece of glass with a gorgeous giant screen on it uh they're calling it the eighth generation ipad so i guess that'd be ipad 8 kind of thing yeah ipad um different from ipad air it's different different right yeah sorry sorry these are two different things we'll get to the ipad air yeah yes but this is the cool 330 dollar one which seems like a sweet sweet spot for an ipad if i was uh yeah, whatever. If I had gifts to give, if I had money to spend on people that I love, I'd be giving them this iPad. <laughs> very true. Yeah, it is very, very nice. And, and I was talking to Craig Dunn and um, my friend Craig, and, and he was like, man, there's green iPad. I really want it. He's like, but I haven't had an iPad for so long. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a tablet in general person. So this section I wasn't as excited about. Only because I'm definitely not a tablet person. I'm just not. It just doesn't fit into my life currently. And I don't know why that is, but for 10 years it hasn't. Well, it's a good thing you have me because especially during this quarantine, um, I've really fallen in, re in love with my iPad. It's basically the main device I use aside from my big computer computer that surrounds mm. me <laughs> and that I do most of my work on. The iPad is um, what I prefer to be on in the morning. You know, when I'm just waking up, drinking coffee, I play on the iPad. When I'm done with work, I sit on the couch and play with the iPad. When I go to the park, I'll take an iPad. Oh, it's pathetic. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but um, I, I was, it was funny because I was looking over at my laptop and I don't think I've touched my laptop since January. Mm. And yet both of my iPads, if you can believe that, why would anyone need two iPads? I use both constantly um, because they're portable and I move them from place to place and they serve different roles. Sometimes it's a kitchen iPad, sometimes uh, whatever, living room iPad. So all that's to say, I was excited <laughs> for this section. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think that makes a lot of sense. I do have a Surface Go and I don't really use it that much. Um, I do enjoy it. But again, using a Windows device versus an iPad, even though it's iPad OS and has more dual screen split capabilities, it's still sort of single app use case. You know, if I want Gmail, I got to open a browser, go to Gmail, whereas an iPad, I could just tap on that and go to it. 
It's a hard sell for me. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe now that I have an iPhone, though, maybe. And an Apple Watch, maybe. <laughs> Gotta get the trifecta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't do any of the, I didn't read any articles or anything before mm. this event. Me either. And they had just released new iPad Pros uh, back in whatever the before times. No, I think it was during the dark times, but yeah. <laughs> at some point they were released. Uh, and they were a pretty minor upgrade. What they added was the LiDAR sensor mm-hmm. to the, and that is the feature that, as an app developer, I've been the most curious about because it kind of, it hits into all the fields I'm interested in. Um, hardware, robotics, cameras, sensing the environment, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that new sensor can really do interesting things. So knowing nothing about this event, I was expecting and hoping for a LiDAR iPhone, <laughs> mm-hmm. which did not come. And then they announced two iPads, which do not have LiDAR either, (laughs) which made me sad. But that is going back to what ended up being the actual theme tonight of practical devices. No one needs a LiDAR. These are um, uh, really good performance upgrades and hardware upgrades at good price points. So that's what this week or today was all about. No LiDAR sadly for me to play with but at the same time my wallet is super happy that i'm not paying for a 1200 hour iphone right now <laughs> it's true yeah no it's true i mean the new ipad air that is the one that was over four and it starts at 600 but it has um you know a, a new touch id on top which is kind of cool it's the first time the touch id has been reintroduced um i guess it's on the the macbook pro um however that is a square and this one is the first time it's not a circular square. It's a rectangle with bevels on the side of it. So that's kind of cool. But I think more importantly, what's nice about this iPad Air is this brand new A14 Bionic chip, which is right. <laughs> the first time in history, according to them, it's a five nanometer processor, 11.8 billion <sighs> transistors, Frank. So when I started college, I started out in a program called microelectronic engineering, and you study how to build microprocessors. That's what you do. I dropped out of that program because microelectronic engineering is terrible. (laughs) But I learned a lot in the time that I, in my short time in that program, and I hung out with all those people, and we had a fab in my school. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, we got into endless lectures about just how small can you make a transistor before basically physics breaks down. It stops being a transistor because it's so small. The electrical effects you're looking for can't be established. Therefore, it doesn't work. And we would joke. We would say, yeah, somewhere around five nanometers, four nanometers, three, you know, some some ballpark, somewhere around these numbers. And I'm just like dying in my head thinking back to those conversations where, I mean, we, we had projections saying that we would be down to like five nanometers somewhere in the 2020s. It's a little bit early, I think, which is good for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my mind's just boggling. I did the math. This is really rough math. The numbers are going to be a little bit off, but that's approximately 15 atoms wide. That is how wide the gate is on the trans 15 atoms, you know, the smallest thing in the universe. Yeah, there's constituent parts of the atom, but who cares? It's atomic. It's the we use the word atomic for a meaning. Only 15 atomic units are comprising this transistor. 
ah, the engineer in me loves it so much. It is really cool. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty just jazz and you know, they're, they're doing a great job with their processors. It's, you know, new architectures for their CPUs and their GPUs. And they say it's faster and 40% more transistors. And I like more transistors. Don't you like more transistors? <laughs> well, as long as they're doing machine learning. Yes, I do. <laughs> I think that was I a think... big part of it, is they did show a bunch of really cool um, developer videos of some of the stuff that they teamed up with to do you know, more intense graphics and machine learning. The one that I was surprised on that I thought you would have done was this um, developer that would take an image and like zoom in and then do the woof, woof, woof and enhance, enhance. And I was like, this is a Frank Krueger thing. Why is he not on here? Yeah, I presented this at our meetup. Like, God, it feels like generations ago. Who knows how long it's been since then. Uh, it's it's really cool because you don't go to five nanometers for no reason. You do it because um, we want these devices with all this power to last for 10 hours or whatever it's rated battery it is. And Apple, to their credit, have really been steadfast in keeping that kind of all-day battery life out of a charge on these devices. I have a 12, 13 inch, whatever iPad Pro that I don't think actually lasts 10 hours. <laughs> but other than that, like they've been really good at keeping that promise. And so you have to keep knocking down the transistor size because at 15 atoms, you can't put much power through it. So you use less power, less cool, uh, less need for cooling, all that good stuff. The um, I really debate whether I like to see those when they say those transistor counts, I always wonder if they're including memory because hopefully we're getting memory upgrades too. So wh where can transistors go? Transistors can go to your RAM. They can go to your CPUs, of which there are many cores on this thing. They can mm -hmm. go to your GPUs now. These are GPU power devices. And now they can go to the neural engine. So it's funny to see um, where those 11, what did you say? Billion, trillion, bazillion. 11.8 <laughs> billion transistors. Yeah, I, I'm curious what the distribution is um, across all those cores and things, but just as a technologist, I don't care. It, it's great. <laughs> I, uh, back in the day, people used to like release cool. Actually, Apple used to do this, show a picture of the silicon wafer so you could actually see a little bit of the layout of the chip. I wish they would keep doing that when they made these amazing new chips. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Uh, I'm excited for it, although I'm not going to get an iPad. I'm, I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm not going to go all in, but I think that I'm really excited about the eighth generation. Feels like a great update for the 329. Again, like you said, a this is a price. cool event, good prices on things. Um, and we get major iOS updates on the 16th. So it's happening. We're getting iOS 14. They, they mentioned they, they did talk about iPhone for just 10 seconds. <laughs> they said you're getting iOS 14 with app groups and other widgets and things. It's happening. Watch OS 7 is coming out. iPad OS 14 is coming out. It's the same as iOS. Spoiler alert. You know, no, similar. no. Well, it, yeah, okay. It's the same. But um, it does have the cool feature of if you have an Apple Pencil, you can finally scribble into mm. any text field, which is nice. <laughs> it's, it's one of those little things that you realize, gosh, I wish I was able to do this the whole time. So as app developers out there, chances are your app is going to be just fine. But if you have the opportunity uh, to get an Apple Pencil on iOS 14, give it a shot because, you know, with scroll views and things like that, you never know how things are going to go. But try to scribble into all your fields. That feature, I think, uh, is worth the update. Everyone will update, though. Thank goodness it's Apple. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. No new, no new iPhones, no Mac OS updates. 
nothing uh, nothing not, I, not happening i was sad like yeah maybe there'll be an event in october at apple's events they can schedule them whenever they want obviously people show up to them so and even nowadays people don't even have to fly there so they can really do it i don't know though uh it, it was a pretty minor event i would say it turns out but um good good <laughs> i just want to keep calling it like the pandemic event like it was pandemic size it's, it's kind of what we were expecting for a pandemic event <laughs> well and you know you know you want to space it out a little bit you don't want to announce they have two, a lot of products you don't want to announce everything all at once and additionally you know manufacturing i don't know what their manufacturing pipeline looks like because there was a slowdown what's the delay maybe they need an extra month for manufacturing and that makes sense they got to pump out so many iphones right and then how many people are going to update to the new iPhone? They got to think about it. Also, Google's supposed to have an event at the end of this month, releasing a new Pixel 5 or whatever that they're going to do. And they might have like a SE edition of it. So who knows what they're going to do? Uh, but I think it was a good event. I think it's a good place to have the podcast. What do you think about that, Frank? Sounds good to me. Um, I'm curious when the next one will be, but I'm sure we'll do it live again. This was a new fun experience, actually, seeing you across the way. So yes. fun little experiment for us. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Merge Conflict. Let us know what you think by going to mergeconflict.fm. Are you going to buy a new Apple Watch? Are you going to buy a new iPad? Were you disappointed there was new, no new iPhones? Who knows? Everybody will know. When do you think the next event will be? We'll take bets on it and see. Head over there. You can follow us on Twitter at Merge Conflict FM. You can, of course, follow both of us at James Montemagno and Proclarum. Of course, go everywhere, MergeConflict.fm, to find all the goodies. And we'll stream live on my personal Twitch because I love those followers at twitch.tv slash James Montemagno. You can also find Frank on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Frank Krueger. We'll have these available as well. But, of course, you can subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. We appreciate that. So that's going to do it for this week's pod. So until next week, I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.